welcome to another edition of Beckett Radio. I'm your host, Derek Ficken. As always with me, Mr. Eric Norton. Eric, it's extremely early and it's been a long time and we have no computer issues. So thank the Lord, thank the Lord. Not this week. That was a, uh, <laughs> was that a momentarily sigh or, or pause, pause that you had there? I'm Derek Ficken and... <laughs> <laughs> it's really alongside Eric Norton. It's really just because I'm exhausted right now. Uh, I've been going on almost 14 days without a day rest mm. of working, and it won't be stopping until the end of February. So, um, lots of coffee, lots of things to keep me up, lots of caffeine, um, and I hope to God I make it in one piece. You know, it's been busy around here with uh, you know different different things going on. So. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. it's it's definitely an interesting time here at Beckett Media. Uh, lots of pieces are falling and changing, and it's uh, uh, it's interesting to say the least. Uh, we'll we'll get into it a little bit more um, as the time comes and as things are being able to actually be said, because there's some things we probably can't say, so Not we'll yet, wait. No. Um, but it's all decent and it's all for the good. You know, there's right. nothing bad about it. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, so anyways, yes, I am tired, uh, and but I, I, I want to do a show. I, I, the past three weeks have been the most frustrating weeks for this radio show because all I want to do is just come in here on my own time, do the show, have fun, get it out for the people so they can check it out. And so many things have gotten in the way of that that I've wanted to throw this freaking computer on the, like, to the wall and just smash the crap out of it. It's on I've the fritz, so man. I think it's on, like directly. It's a brand on the fritz. new computer too. I watched an episode God. of uh, The Office recently. Uh, did you watch The Office at all? Mm-hmm. Do you remember the episode where uh, Aaron gets a new computer? Yes. And yeah, that's that's what I was yes. thinking of last week when this thing wouldn't work. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, we need, we need a Pam in the office to get us a new computer. <laughs> yeah. Um, Albert does great stuff with us, you know, logistic-wise, but computers, not so much. Yeah, not Um, so much. But yeah, literally, we were sitting down ready to record. I recorded Joe Lee of Jaspie's Hobbyland last week, had a great interview with him, so that's going to be played later today, um, later in this uh, podcast. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was awesome, and I was after that interview, I was so pumped to do the show the next morning. So the next morning, last Thursday morning... Uh, we had us and then our new coworker named Paul. Yeah, Paul Worth. He's a new basketball analyst here at Beckett Media. So shout out to Paul. Congrats, um, taking over my stomping ground. So hopefully you do it a whole lot better than me because <laughs> I did pretty, um, pretty good work. Yeah. Paul's been Paul's <laughs> been heavy into a lot of uh, database work these gotcha. first couple of work the, weeks. The most so. fun part yeah. of the job. Yes. Yeah. Headers. He can he can he can do a header and he can do a checklist. I can tell you that much. Well, there you go. That's all you need to know right now um, until it gets really hard into pricing parallels. Yes. Um, but anyways, we were literally up. Everything was set up. Everything was ready to go except my freaking computer would not unlock. And it just wouldn't work. And then all of a sudden, I got locked out because I missed my password too many times. And then the database just kind of folded. It was rough. So um we were going to have the show last week. Didn't happen. So, uh, screw it. We'll do it this week. This week. We have tons of stuff to talk about. Joe Lee's on, like I said. He's going to be on later. Matt Bible has so much stuff to talk about. Um, it's great because I really don't have to reach out to him. I just let him build up right. like five or six things, and he just he sends me an email with all this stuff. Say, hey, I have this, 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 this. Let's talk. So, Matt's, perfect. Come on in. Matt is... <laughs> As always, he's he's over there in his little uh, dungeon area, just yeah. just with like beakers and lab experiments, all that stuff going on. He's, he's got so thing. much going on that I, one, he's overworked. He 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 really needs to take a day of rest. Mm-hmm. But he's just a plethora of knowledge to to give you. Yeah, and and we greatly appreciate the plethora of knowledge because that's what we're all about here, at Beckett Radio. Um, so we're gonna have him on talk Deadpool, maybe some Star Wars talk. Um, a whole lot of other news going on in the gaming and non-sport world. Um, but first, let's talk about a little discussion that we were talking about earlier before we started the mics and, and all that good stuff. Right. Started turning on the mics. And um, no products and pricing. Sorry, guys. I swear it's not turning into a, a, <laughs> a, a thing. It's just me 
getting here early in the morning, not writing it down. That's okay. You know, <laughs> maybe uh, you should have a little more coffee before. Yeah, maybe out. I should. Uh, but definitely check uh, check out the new product uh, release calendar on Beckett.com. There's an actual calendar. Click on the date. That's where it shows all the products being released. But let's talk about this little discussion. Our good friend Ken Kinsley, um, good friend of the show, does a lot of work here in the area as far as local card shows go. Um, just a good dude. Yeah, really good is. dude. Uh, shout out to Ken. What up, dude? Um, he's got a blog, correct? Right. right and and you brought this up literally like five minutes before we were going to start recording, and I was like, "Sweet, let's let's talk. Let's 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 talk about this on the show." That's what I like. So why don't you just give a little foundation and. Uh, and I'll check my email since it just you can went check off. Check your email. Yeah. Uh, so, basically, uh, Mr. Kinsley's blog is called Beans Ball, Ball Card Blog, okay. and he, which and I really want to know why it's named that. I'm I'm gonna guess there's something some 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 time some kind of association with the name Bean. I don't know. Okay, I, I'm not 100 percent sure, but uh, I would I would I would assume, but. Well, that's neither here nor there for mm-hmm. this. So, if you don't know um, anything about Mr. Mr. Kinsley. He has possibly the the nicest Andrew Shaw collection um, that that could be put together. He, okay, uh, it's a it's not a real long story, but the the gist of it is is he used to work for Lids and he met Andrew Shaw at a store in Indianapolis, I believe, for a signing, and that just sparked the interest, and he he started collecting gotcha. collecting. So you know, Andrew Shaw is, is a fan favorite in Chicago, and he is Mr. Kinsley's favorite. So. He starts putting together this uh, massive Andrew Shaw collection. It's really, it's really nice. The, the The amount of stuff that he has is, you know, not just cards, autographs, and, and hats, all yeah. kinds of stuff. So, yeah, he gets this all put together. Well, he is um, a little, a little upset a about little a little bit about okay. um, the way modern collecting is going on. Well, I hope a lot of people are upset. Yeah, because <laughs> it's definitely not how it used to be when exactly. we were kids. Yeah, exactly. Okay, go and, ahead. And more specifically, he he is talking about the the way of the digital card. Yeah. Um. Now, let me say this before before I go into that. I'm I'm a fan of specifically Upper Deck EPAC. I like it. Okay. I, I like the interaction. But for a player collector like this, I I can understand this point. Yeah. Um, he bought a card off of eBay, a, a, a Andrew Shaw printing plate that was in this year's Series 1 that basically wasn't, from his perspective, wasn't made available in the physical packs. Okay. Um, he, he bought it from eBay through, uh, the card is actually at, at uh, COMC. I'm not quite sure that how that works, but I do know in from Upper Deck EPAC, you can have your cards transferred from Upper Deck to CMC for sale. Okay. All right. So that's that's the gist of it. Basically, he's just concerned with the way that this card was not released physically into packs, yet it was, you know, at Upper Deck, mm-hmm. and somebody bought bought a box or a pack or whatever there and, yeah. and pulled this card, and okay. that's how he's having to go about getting it. I understand his argument. I, I'm not for or against it. I just it's um, just an interesting concept about about the 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 added difficulty now of, of true being a player collector. So my thing, and this is the first time I've heard it. Well, obviously, uh, and with EPAC, I haven't really looked into all that <clears throat> lately, just because I haven't had time. But uh, but I need to. So from what I'm getting. It seems like there is a physical copy of each card that is pulled out of these e-packs. Correct. The digital packs, correct. digital cards, which honestly I'm a fan of because – and nothing against Tops with their digital you know, products that they're pulling out. I think they're doing a great job with football. Uh, I mean, Tops bunt is freaking ridiculous. And then um, – Kick and Star Wars. Yeah, Kick well, and yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars is <laughs> unbelievable too. Uh, and, and I like what Chris Vaccaro and all the digital team guys are doing over there. But my only thing is that I would love the physical copy card in my hand. Right. You know, I just don't see, I, I just, it's, it's mind boggling to see cards being sold on eBay that are digital cards when it's just, 
you know, I just I don't understand it. And it's just me. I'm I'm not, you know, uh, prove me wrong or, or try and show me why, you know, I just I'm not understanding it. But it's cool. And so I'm not against it. I just don't understand it. Um, but the cool thing about this EPAC and Upper Deck and, and, and Com C and all this stuff is that they, gi- they give you the option, right? Right. So they give you the option of having the actual physical card instead of the digital card, right. which is great. So you're trying to get people like myself who are not fully sold on this digital idea and say, okay, well, you still got to purchase the EPAC. You still got to open the EPAC, look at all the digital cards. And if you like a digital card, say, you know what? I want that mm-hmm. actual card for a collection. You know, I'll sell it, whatever. You can Upper Deck gives you that, that um, per, well, not permission, but gives you that option. That possibility, yeah. Possibility. And it, I guess it goes from Upper Deck to Com C, right? Well, you can have it sent directly to Com C. Okay. Or you can have it sent, sent to you. Sent to you. Okay, if, cool. you know, if for, it, it, It's helpful for people who have Com C accounts who, who do want the card but want it to flip. So they can, instead of having you know the time lapse between Upper Deck to you to Com C, gotcha. it goes straight to Com C. Yeah, okay. To sell. Right. Yeah, gotcha. So I think it's a great idea. And to be honest, I understand where Ken's getting a little upset. But from what you told me, he's wanting to stop his collection altogether. Right. That the little you know, there's a little bit of a backstory there where he's been he's been getting further and further away from modern collecting as it is. Yeah. He's uh he what he also has is uh, the what is it, the 54 or 55 Tops All-American set? Oh, wow, nice. He, he's been working on that for a couple of years, and he has you know, pretty much everything. And, and this the way collecting is going. There's a big swing towards vin- back towards vintage yeah. anyways. Yeah. And I think this is just one of those things that's, that's pressing more towards vintage than before. Yeah. So abandoning the Andrew Shaw project, it's kind of of a big deal for him personally, who uh-huh. who's put a lot of time and effort into it. Definitely, you know. So, the the <laughs> the thing with me, and I hope Ken doesn't get offended because this is all respect, nothing but respect, is that modern collecting will always change. Yes. So to get frustrated at how it's changing right now, it's going to change again, right. and it changed before when he was collecting. Mm-hmm. You know, so why now? Was it just a multitude of okay, I had it, I've had it, I'm done. All this stuff that's going on, I'm tired of it. You know, I understand. A lot of people are like that. You know, and and it happens. Nothing wrong. But you know, if you're doing something that big and that you know that important to to uh, yourself to the hobby, because he does a blog, everyone's reading his blog, stuff like that, right? Keep it going, man. You know, if you want the best Andrew Shaw collection, keep it going, no matter how frustrating it is, you know? Sure. But I understand where he's coming from because the digital thing is just, it's so new and it's so like, what do I expect? You know, what should we expect as a hobby? Things like that. Um, It's interesting. It is very interesting. You know, you brought up a good point about how collecting changes. I remember, I, I don't know if it's been 10 years, but it's probably been eight or nine years when. Upper Deck and Panini both tried the, uh, what was it called the, the, the hologram cards like the actual mm, yeah. video cards, yeah, you know, the video cards, the you know that that, that came was, and went quickly. That was interesting. Yeah. So <laughs> there's yeah. there's always you're like you're right. There's, there's going to be an evolution of it. Um, I think for for traditionalists, which Ken is very much a traditionalist, uh-huh. it's it's always going to be about buying a pack and mm-hmm. opening it yourself. Yeah, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I really like that about the hobby. You know, you can you can still have that. Um, I play I play with EPAC. Yeah, you get a free daily pack. Okay, so every day I go in there and I get my daily pack, and you know, there's awards that you can earn and everything like that. Yeah, so I like the concept a lot. I don't know that I would ever get something. I would. I don't know that I would ever get a physical card from the EPAC from the EPAC unless yeah. it was just something. Amazing, yeah, you know. Yeah. So right now, with it just being being series series one hockey, um, series two drops today. By the way, cool. So uh, if, right now, with it just being series one hockey, you know, if it's not, you know, Connor McDavid or or Dylan Larkin or you know Panarin or one, you know uh, uh, those game jersey patches, those are hard pulls. You know, yeah. then there then there's also 
exclusive digital cards that that you can only get on EPAC. If it's not one of those, Whatever. I'm letting it sit there, right? Yeah. This just so happens to be a printing plate that he need he needs for his Andrew Shaw collection. Project. Yeah, yeah. And um I I I understand his frustration. It no, it's an interesting discussion and it's totally justified for his frustrations and and issues because it's going to change no matter what. So right. you either got to keep holding on or get the hell off and let it go. Right. You know what I mean? It, it's not, you can't just be frustrated because you don't want to be that collector. Sure. To where you keep doing it, but you just, all you do is nag about right. it. You know, it's like, it's going to change. Right. So just, you know, get on with it, you know. Uh, that collector is the pack searcher at Target. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not Ken. I'm, I'm not, <laughs> not saying yet. that. He's, yeah, not, yeah. he's not that, but... <laughs> That's Ken, what that, you're a pack searcher. Get out of here. That's what that collector turns into. He yeah. turns into the uh, to the you know 45, 50 year old man standing at the yeah. at the card section in Target, God. searching through the gravity yeah. the gravity packs. gravity packs, trying to find that jersey card yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah. So I, it's an interesting discussion, and it's always going to be there. Right. So it's not you know there's always going to be something whether it's digital apps. I mean. Whether it's you know, like back in the day, you know, putting a jersey on a card, you sure, know, people were freaking out about that. Really, and in, in good, you know, they were freaking out like, "Oh my god, this is great," you know. Um, but uh, but yeah, just very interesting. Let us know your thoughts. You know, yeah. wh- what do you think about the whole digital thing coming about, taking over, and now being able to have physical copies of these cards if you are that type of collector? Um, let us know your thoughts at Beckett Radio, all one word, and Twitter. Uh, shoot us an email, radio at Beckett.com. Love to hear your uh, opinions and, and your voice. Um, but, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, Series 2 released today. Today. It's coming get, out today. Get yeah. your Eichel Young Gun rookie cards and the, the uh, McDavid canvas cards, yes. all that good stuff. The retired canvas cards are, are yeah. going to be big in there. Um, you know, for for set collectors, for hockey set collectors, this is uh, – the completion. So this is this is the the end <laughs> yes. of the year for them. Um, yeah. So definitely check that out. Um, there's also a cool thing on Beckett.com/news. If you click on a news story, which I just did, uh, I just clicked on five things to do when you're bored collecting sports cards by our editor Ryan Cracknell, uh, which is an awesome collecting tip type news story. Uh, got some very funny funny gifs um, on here. Uh, gifs. I'm sorry. Did I say gifs? Yeah, you said gifts. Uh, apologize for that. Um, but on the right-hand side, since I don't do new products and pricing, I just found out that there's a new little area where they put new trading card releases and mm-hmm. new to the price guide, right? which is awesome because then you can click on each set and it'll take you to our marketplace or database uh, to see that. So new trading card uh, releases that have just been released recently, not today. Uh, we have Panini Absolute Basketball, Topps Museum Collection Football, Leaf Sport Kings, Topps Premier Gold Soccer, Series 1 Baseball, Top Series 1 Baseball, Topps Fire Football, SP Game Use Hockey, Panini Collegiate Multisport, Topps UFC Chronicles, and Cryptozoic Hobbit Battle of Five Armies. Interesting. SP Game Used. Yeah. I challenge you okay. to find a Connor McDavid for sale on secondary markets. Uh-huh. Less than fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, that is <laughs> that's the silly. That's the base card. I, I'm 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 going to give you a free price. Okay. Uh, free. This is free information from the price guide. Yeah. Mr. Hit priced that card. Priced that set yesterday. Uh-huh. That card was I think it was twelve hundred to two thousand dollars on on the pricing grid. Base card. Base card. Wow. Number to ninety seven. Wow. It's numbered to his jersey number. It's not autographed or anything like that. It's yeah. just the base. Yeah. How much is a box of SP Game Use going it, for? Now I'm not sure. When it came out, it was about 140 150 bucks. And Wow. And yeah. to pull a Connor McDavid base card? Yeah. <sighs> silly. That's cool, though. Yeah, that's, it really is. That's, that's what drives a hobby. And it's he, good to see. And he does – he was hurt, you know, for what, three months or something like that? Oh, yeah. And he comes back, and he, the first night he's back, he he drops three points. Yeah. And you know, earlier this earlier or late last week, he had five points in a game. Yeah. He's he's it's the real making deal. it worth it. Yeah. You know. No, yeah. So um, yeah. Yeah. So definitely check that out. That's crazy. Um, new to the price guide, 
Panini Extra Elite, uh, Panini Elite Extra, Extra Edition Baseball, right. Leaf 25th Baseball, Tops Dynasty Baseball, Tops Strata Baseball, and a good old football product, Panini Crown Royale. Um, so check that out. Also, yeah, check out the news section because there's a lot of good stuff that, uh, you know, all our editors are doing. Shout out to Mike Payne for getting this going. It's it's looking like it's going in a really awesome direction in 2016. So check it out. Um, let's take a quick break. All right. Um, I'm going to go grab Matt so we can talk a little on there and then we'll go uh, put on the interview from Joe Lee of Jaspies on. Got some great stuff to talk about. So uh, when we come back, we'll have those guys on. But, uh, yeah, just hang around. Awesome. We'll be right back. Looking for an advertising sales career that combines the love of collecting and getting paid? Now you can have it. Beckett Media is seeking talented ad sales professionals who are avid hobbyists and collectors to join our advertising sales team. If you collect cards, sports memorabilia, or coins and have one to three years of advertising sales experience, we want to hear from you. Visit the careers page on our website to apply today. Beckett Media. It's not a job. It's our passion. And we're back with Beckett Radio, and um, I'm still tired, Eric. You still tired? Just letting you know. We got a studio audience now. We do. Woo-hoo! Yeah. Just like, like yeah, Sports Nation and all that good stuff. Yeah. Mr. Dondi from uh, Beckett Marketplace is in here. Yeah. And that is a quick reminder for me to give a shout-out to Two Brothers Sports Collectibles from Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. Shout-out. Um, they are our dealer of the week. They have been for two weeks in a row now. Oh, man. And uh, if you, well, you need to go to the Beckett Marketplace and check out Two brothers sports collect or two bros sports collectibles. Um, a lot of lot of stuff going on there. A lot of nice cards. The so go check them out. Tell them uh, Dondi sent you. Definitely, yeah. Shout out to those guys. Two weeks in a row, back to back. Yeah, there you go. Um, so we have Matt Bible in here. Uh, Matt, hey, what's going on? Uh, nothing. How are you? I'm great, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, Just doing my thing as usual. I, w- I want you to bring the beard back, Matt. I'm sorry. Uh, well, please. We'll see. We'll see. You know, just bring we'll it see back. what happens. All right. Maybe I'll, instead of being Alan for Halloween, I'll be Baskets, <laughs> the clown this year. <laughs> <Baskets. laughs> um, a lot of stuff always going on in non-sports and gaming. It, it never always, stops. No, it doesn't. You guys have seasons for sports. You yeah. Know? Football season's over, so it's dying out now. Mm-hmm. But Funko season is 365 days a year for Yeah, me. and I mean, the, the movies that are coming out right now only means that there will be Funkos. More Funkos. Movies. Yeah, more Funkos. Uh, and about 87 variants for every yeah. Funko that <laughs> yeah. they make. I, uh, I was at GameStop last night turning in my old games because I need to get Xbox One. Got like $3? Uh, yeah, got, yeah, got 50 cents for Madden 2012, I think it was. So, awesome. Yeah, awesome. Uh, no, yeah, it was, it, it was ridiculous, the trade amount that i got but it's not story uh they had so many funkos there they had deadpool and all, all his variants yeah um and so i almost bought three of them and then i was going to give them to y'all but i didn't so sorry man uh, yeah, all right I apologize whatever i apologize show's over we're, <laughs> yeah. we're leaving. um anyways back to the story uh we got funkos from suicide squad mm-hmm. star wars mm-hmm. finally um, finally, yeah, There's finally. What do you mean, finally? finally. They should have been released the day of the movie releasing. That's, well, that's how it should. Well, have been. we've had Funkos for Force Awakens. This oh. is Wave Two. Oh, this is Wave, wave two. two. So yeah. they're already on top. Finally, of it. Yeah. Wave yeah. finally yeah. Wave Two. Finally, Wave Two. So let's, yeah, let's go through some of the Funkos that you have um, that have been recently announced. Um, the Suicide Squad looks sweet. Mm-hmm. Just. Har- Harley Quinn, I can tell you from personal experience yeah. traveling with this man to Hot Topic yeah. countless times, <laughs> looking for Harley Quinn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to tell you what Matt's going to tell you. She's okay. going to be the hot item. Really? Yes. She's going to be the hot item in every action figure. The Why? Funkos. It's Harley Quinn. She's it's hot, Harley. dude. It's Harley Quinn. <laughs> if I was a cartoon, I'd be yeah. all over Har- Harley she's Quinn. She's psychotic and she's obsessed with the Joker. I mean, what's not to love? That's true. And I mean, the Joker Funko look the, with no shirt, all the tattoos. And the grill. Scary. <laughs> Jared Leto I think Joker. they do have scary. the grill on. Yeah, he's got the smile with the grill. Yeah, so he's, that's, uh, that's pretty scary. I'm pumped for that movie. Paul Wall I actually so pumped for that. Really? Yeah. That's how it went? The grill, yeah. <laughs> Him and Nelly. Okay. Um, other than Suicide Squad, we have, uh, you said, another wave of, of the Star Wars. What yes. else? Like, um, what what other kind of Funkos we have in this next batch? Uh, really, at this point, I think it's, what do you want? Okay. I mean, it's uh, toys, Toy Fair in New York was this past, uh, past weekend, and they okay, just nice. announced all kinds of stuff. You're, there's Golden Girls. They're making Funkos of the Golden Girls. They're wow. making Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh, the Independence Day 
uh, Funkos were out last year, but they're making some for the new movie. Uh, Batman v Superman, obviously. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, Captain America: Civil War. They're going to have you know the first uh, Funkos of Crossbones and Black Panther, which are going to be those will be hot sellers, especially if they make variants for the uh, Marvel Collector Core package. Yeah. So I mean, there's it's just it's. It's all over the place. Yeah, it's everlasting. It's, it's, it's insane. <laughs> it's a good insanity. Though. Oh, there's a new wave of Dragon Ball Z Funkos too, which you'll probably appreciate. Oh, so. yeah, that's your thing, right? That's my thing. That's I got, thing. yeah, I got the Super Saiyan Goku and uh, Vegeta hanging out at the office. You can thank me for that. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> Search, yeah. Searching Toys R Us for for work. Yeah, I was looking through some of those images that you have right there, and the um, the Independence Day one, the Alien. Mm-hmm. That's that's an interesting. There's one. a chase variant of that coming out mm. Monday at GameStop. Okay, so uh, check Funko it out. initially stopped doing chase figures, and that stopped. They're starting to do it again. So, so tell us about chase figures. What what are chase figures? Chase figures are basically variants of figures. They could be glow in the dark. They could be chrome, metallic, <laughs> yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, and they're usually like one per case. Okay. So uh-huh. there's currently one that everybody's going after is the Green Goblin Walgreens. Chase. At Walgreens, yep. wow! You so, can't find them anywhere. I've been all over Plano, and I can't can't find. I can't it. find them. Dang! No. So if I go into my local <laughs> Walgreens and find it, I should probably buy it. Hey, you could pay. It wouldn't hurt. It wouldn't hurt. You know, <laughs> it never hurts to pick up a Chase Funko. You know? Yeah. Now, is there any like? Do you know on the box that it's a Chase Funko, or you have? Yeah, to know there's a of, there's a little Chase label on it. Let's go off Funkos because we could literally talk about that for hours. Yeah. Um, I want every single Funko if. <laughs> every one of them yeah, if you want to buy something for me buy all of them and i'll be mm. happy um, okay another thing that i wanted to talk about matt well we'll get to deadpool here in a minute um i i still haven't seen it so me, i don't no really have i yeah so let's uh neither is donnie you should okay his head now. yeah donnie hasn't seen it yet um <laughs> i won't spoil it yeah and i know you've seen it so we're just gonna keep that keep that mouth shut on that please matt um because i really want to see it no um the decision 2016 mm-hmm. this card set is extremely, extremely interesting. I like it. And it's a whole nother avenue for collecting. Yep. And, you know, you have Funkos for people who aren't, aren't really into cards. Uh, you have digital cards for people who are trying to, you know, branch out mm-hmm. into not just original collecting. And then you have, a, 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 you know, a, a physical card, but it's political. Yes. Um, I mean... Tell us about it first off for people who have no idea what it is. Um, it's it's basically a product that Leaf is releasing here, I think, in another month or two. Okay. Um, it's basically chronicles the, the 2016 presidential election. So all the candidates on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, now, is it satire? Like, is it no, you know, no, like it's garbage legit. pail kids, you know, how they make fun of them? It's legit. It's Let's legit. be honest, it's all satire anyway. So. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, it's one big giant saturday night live exactly <laughs> yeah um we, we are a kanye west outburst away from 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 this being you know all over the news again. yeah true but you know it's your typical it's your typical product i mean there's a 110 card base set which i would assume is going to have all the presidential candidates from both sides and yeah probably chronicling the debate and you know a lot of the insanity going on there yeah um, but yeah, you know, you have insert cards just like anything else. There's relics, there's money cards, money cards. Yes. Basically what they're doing is they're shredding up. I don't know how, what the, the value of the, the dollar is, whether it's probably just a dollar I'd imagine, but shredding up dollar bills and sticking them in cards with Donald Trump and really? which is, you know, appropriate, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there will be autographs. Donald oh. Trump has autographs. Mike Huckabee. Those are the two that I know of so okay. far. Wow, so that's big. Who knows who else they'll get in there? All right, and this I would imagine leaf. all the ones who have dropped out because they have nothing better to do, <laughs> I guess, than to you know tell us how to live our lives yeah, and exactly. sign autographs. Yeah, yeah. Carly Fiorina autograph. Yeah. If you want that? Uh, Oddly enough, if you get the Bernie Sanders card in this, you actually have to give it to somebody else. That's how that. That's works. how it works. Yeah. Okay, cool. So socialism. Um, right. Yes, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move along from that statement, Eric. <laughs> um, so Leaf is putting this out. Is this the first time Leaf has done something like this? Uh, as far as I know, yes, I believe so. Yeah, because I mean, the last, I, the last political uh, set that I can think of is the uh, President Obama set from Tops. Yeah, and that was in '08, right? '08, '09, something it was like right that. Right around yeah. after he got elected. And uh, 
I also <clears throat> remember, I think Upper Deck did something as well. Upper Deck had, uh, they were they were art cards in Series 1 baseball mm. during the that 08 election season. Yeah. They were little inserts set. There was only five or six cards. Um, oddly enough, when that first released, the biggest seller was Hillary Clinton mm. because people thought it was a an error or a misprint because yep. she had a... She was Dolly Partonized. We'll put it like that. So interesting. People were really buying that a lot, and then the market just fell out of the bottom of that. Yeah. So. Huh. Um. So when is this released, Matt? When when are when does this plan on hitting the streets? Uh, the estimated release date's March. Okay. So, so we have month. a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. Um. That's that's an, uh, a set that I would be extremely interested in getting. Mm-hmm. Um. If the price point is pretty decent. Um, and it's Leaf. Right. Leaf is the company, and you know, shout out to Brian Gray and Joe Clemens, all the guys over there. They're the ones with no licenses, you know, right. none of the main mm-hmm. sports. So they literally have to think outside the box for every product that they do. And to be able to do that successfully and make money and continue to be, you know, competitive in this type of industry, I, that's crazy. That's awesome. You, you know, know, to think that. Knowing that the, the marketing geniuses that are over there at Leaf, this set will probably have a Jack Eichel autograph in it, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would, hey, there's nothing wrong with yeah, that. There's nothing wrong yeah. with yeah. it at all. Uh, the exclusive I- for Jack decision, Eichel. Man, just, yeah, yeah, there it is. Um, no, that's really cool. So check that out uh, in March. Get uh, something that I saw, I don't know where I, I guess it was on Becca.com slash news. Um, the Garbage Pail Kids are coming out with a new set. Um, that's out. Matt's it's actually it. out. It is out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What is it called? I Garbage Show Kids, uh, American is Apple Pie in Your Face or Eye. I can't remember. Yeah. I think it's Pie in Your Eye. So, what's the deal with that product? It's just a. I need to get my hands on that. It's just a basically parody of like Americana. Yeah. So, you're going to have, um, you know, they're going to be doing parodies of the presidential candidates, elect- elections, and hi- historical figures, and, yeah. and all kinds of things like that they have different uh insert sets devoted to that stuff uh mm. special olympics which is you know spelled with p-i-c-k-s of course you know because <laughs> what better thing to do with garbage book kids you know it's all about boogers and yeah and and yeah all that nasty so, things yeah um actually here recently like the last few weeks they've released special tops.com sets the first one they released was the iowa caucus yeah and they did parodies of like hillary clinton and Donald Trump, which was okay. Donald Dump. Yeah. It shows him sitting on the toilet, which, you know, <laughs> is a pretty picture. But yeah. the next Everyone one was... Well, He's yeah, probably yeah. building a wall. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> building the wall. Yeah. Um, the other one was New Hampshire primaries, which was pretty much the same stuff, but it was more... It was a, a an extensive set. It had most of the other candidates like Chris Christie, yeah. Bernie Sanders. Gotcha. And, uh, no, that's, that's a, something that I saw where I just... I randomly saw it on Beckett.com slash news and I yeah. clicked on it and read the whole thing, looked at what it was. It just got my eye. It was well, interesting. And there and the thing I like about the tops.com is they're kind of including everything that's happening recently. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. not just the presidential elections. They did the Grammys. Gotcha. That's the cool. sh- it was called the Shammies. The Shammies. <laughs> they had cards like Can't See Ya. Nice. Like See Ya. Yep. She's like she can't see because of her hair, so yeah. she's tripping. Kanye Pest and all these other different nice. things. So, and then that's cool. More than likely, they'll probably do the Oscars. Yeah, I would imagine. So, I'll, yeah, it's I, like I need, a, an extensive concept. I think they're going to probably be doing stuff like that the rest cool. of the year. Awesome. Well, yeah, check that out. All right, <clears throat> before we let you go, I want to talk Deadpool. Okay. How, I, how, I, how? What are we going to talk about? No, I mean no Since spoilers. No spoilers. Please, yeah, no spoilers. Um, the movie was good. Uh huh. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's the, Deadpool. Yeah, it is Deadpool. $150 million worth good. Yeah. Um, Ryan Reynolds, uh-huh. not a flopper anymore? No. Movie flopper? No. Not like this, this is it? Not in this. Okay, good. Because, no. um, I mean, I liked him in Van Wilder. Mm-hmm. I liked him in Amityville Horror, which was something different. Waiting. You can't, Wait- you can't yeah, talk waiting. about Ryan Reynolds unless you yeah, talk about waiting. Come on now. I lived I lived that for three years. Yeah. So, um, so that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Um the whole dynamic as far as this new, I, I, I think it's called the fourth 
what is it? Um, where he's talking to the camera and talking to the audience. Right. What is that called? This is the fourth dimension. Do, yeah, yeah, fourth. Yeah. Like how uh, House of Cards does it with mm-hmm. Frank Underwood yeah. talking to the camera, and then the surroundings aren't. You know, it's just like it's, the comic book. Yeah, it's just yeah. That's he does the exact same thing in the comic book. Okay, that's exactly how he. You know, he, he's fully aware that he's a superhero. Yeah, and he doesn't take it seriously. And at that's all. yeah. So, do you think that's gonna whatever this is called is gonna be more prevalent in superhero type mu- movies, or is this just Deadpool? No, no, no. no. This is Deadpool. This is yeah. his shtick, and this is this is what they'll. The, yeah. When the sequel comes out, which there will be a sequel, I don't think there's any question. Yeah, um, they'll do the same thing. Now, um, cards. Let's talk card products. You think this would be a big product that will be released hopefully soon rather than later? Deadpool? Uh, chances are we will not see a Deadpool. Because, really? No. Because it's produced by Fox. And mm. every uh, film that uh, Fox has done with, associated with Marvel has never had a card set. Um, they didn't have card sets for the last... Two X Men. I think the only thing they had was Wolverine. Really? And yeah, huh. uh, they haven't had X Men: Days of Future Past. I I covered a story like that a while ago when it came out, and how it would have been an incredible set. Yeah, especially with the autographs. Um, they didn't do First Class. None of the Fantastic Four movies, which no one cares. But um, <laughs> they they won't. There won't be a Deadpool. That's too bad. Yeah, I, it would be a good set. Yeah, because you got you know you got Ryan Reynolds and you've got. Uh, uh, Marina Baccarin from you know who's known for Firefly and mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to think who else is in it. But the uh, UFC fighter, what's her name? Uh, Carano, Gina, Gina Carano. Gina, oh, yeah, she's Carano. in it. Yeah, she's in it. Oh, yeah. okay. She she's plays still a, she plays Angel nice. Dust. <laughs> yeah, character Angel Dust. She was before Ronda Rousey. She, she, that was that was her. That was her. Gina. Yeah. yeah. Um, interesting. Yeah. No, I'm. I need to see that movie. There'll be plenty of Deadpool Funkos. Sweet. Well, actually, this month's Marvel Collector Core box is Deadpool. Really? Deadpool. Nice. Yep. That'll be Uh, really interesting. And the interesting tidbit about Deadpool right now is there's a petition right now on Facebook to have Ryan Reynolds host Saturday Night Live as Deadpool. Really? The whole show in the Deadpool costume. That would be awesome. I'm like... That I would, I'm definitely behind it 100. percent I think yeah. it should happen. That's better than the <laughs> Betty White Saturday Night Live. Idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that would be really funny to see. Well, um, yeah, Deadpool. That sounds awesome. The decision definitely is set to check out, uh, but you got to wait till March and then get get your Funkos ready. Yeah, get them ready. Guys. Get them ready. I there mean, is something out there literally for everyone. <laughs> for real, everyone. I, I bought my wife a. Uh, Funko for her birthday. Mm-hmm. She did. She didn't had no idea what it was, but it was a. Uh, well, she didn't know what Funkos were. Yeah, I, it was Deb from Napoleon Dynamite. Oh yeah, and she loves it. It's it's prominently displayed in our home. Nice. <laughs> so. No, I went to Waterloo Records in Austin a couple weekends ago. Nice record store. Yeah, great record store. Um, and they had so many Funkos, like probably five hundred Funkos. I am not lying. And they had them all displayed on top of the shelves of yeah. vinyl shelves. And it had Ferris Bueller's Day Off, I think mm-hmm. I saw. Um, just every Funko that I've never seen, you know, in GameStop, Hot Topic, they had. And I, I wanted to buy so many. Chuck and Eddie and Grading were with me. And instead of, we went to go check out vinyls, but by the end of it, we were just looking at all the Funkos. Oh, you were checking everything. out vinyls. Pop vinyls. Pop vinyls, yeah. Funko pop yeah, vinyls. Yeah, so that was pretty sweet. But uh, all right, Matt, we got to let you go. Uh, we got to take one more quick break, but after this, we're going to have Joe Lee of Jaspie's Hobbyland come on. But uh, we appreciate it as always, Matt, and uh, we'll get you on next time and talk, hopefully, the Deadpool recap. So yeah. when, when we see Deadpool, we can talk about it, all right? Uh, but yeah, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Becca Radio. Looking for a career that combines the love of collecting and getting paid? Now you can have it. Beckett Media is seeking talented entry-level individuals who are avid hobbyists, collectors, or dealers to join our pricing team. If you collect cards, sports memorabilia, or coins and follow their markets, we want to hear from you. Visit the careers page on our website to apply today. Beckett Media. It's not a job. It's our passion. All right. So for our featured guest this week on Beckett Radio it's been a long time coming. It's been about two, three, maybe even a month since we originally were going to have this man on, but it's finally happening. No more waiting. Mr. Joe Lee of Jaspie's Hobbyland. What's going on, man? Hey, Derek. How's it going? Dude, uh, 
I just <laughs> I first want to apologize because there's been uh, a few times where we've been wanting to you know connect and and get in touch to do an interview, but things have just happened. Life has happened, right. you know, and has gotten in the way, you um, know. Turns out that I'm not very good with time zones. You know? <laughs> so, so the time zone thing always confuses me. You know, you guys aren't quite East Coast. You're not three hours ahead. And then yeah. the central time thing, and that always confuses me. I, I've always, all my friends are either on the West Coast or the East Coast. So I'm, I only think in terms of that. And I forget gotcha. about everybody in the middle. <laughs> no, nah, it's all good. I, I'm so glad that we have you on now because we, we want to definitely talk about some things that Jaspie's Hobbyland is doing and actually some really exciting things going on, too. Um, but we'll get to that in a minute. I also want to talk to you. I, I have some rumors swirling in my music artist fan geek oh, forums. Yeah. Uh, Lollapalooza, because we always talk uh, music festivals. Lollapalooza cool. has a rumored lineup going around. Um, so I want to talk yeah, to you I about thought, that. I did see that rumored lineup. I, you, you sent it over to me. You're like, hey, what do you think? Yeah. And um, it, it, it almost looks too good to be true. That's, and that's lineup. what I'm thinking, for real. You know, because what it had, it I don't have it in front of me right now, but it was like Radiohead yep. and LCD Sound System and yep. Kanye yep. and pretty much every like kind of mid bill act that you would want to see, every up and coming act that you'd want to see. It almost looked too good to be true. The the thing with me so, though, Joe, is that if it was too good to be true, why don't you just go all out and put like you know uh, Paul McCartney? Bruce Springsteen, you know, like the the greats <laughs> right. of the great to make it really be like, all right, there's no way that's happening. You know what I mean? No, true. But um, I think what, what wasn't, wasn't McCartney at Lollapalooza last year, I think. Uh, yeah. Either last year or the year so, before something like that. So I think maybe, maybe the, 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 the trolls who sit there and make fake <laughs> like Coachella posters <laughs> and fake like Lollapalooza posters yeah. have that in mind. The boss is on tour. I'm actually seeing him in March. Dude. And here in LA. Nice. And so, and so they, I guess you would assume that the boss is out because Bruce Springsteen would be on tour. Yep. But they're cl- they're clever. These guys, I think. They're, yeah. These, these uh these fake concert poster guys are pretty clever. You know. Yeah. I, you I can kind of. Pre- I was gonna just really. I was gonna say you can kind of predict like festival lineups these days. True. Kind of say, oh, Radiohead's already here, so it stands to reason that they could be here. Yep. You know, and you can kind of figure out that, which kind of takes away from the festival thing these days for me personally. Yeah. Um, but. You can kind of predict it sometimes. True. No, I mean, I've heard that there are confirmed reports that Radiohead will be at Lollapalooza. So that's okay. that's a big step in the right direction. Um, I'm, you know, I'm a huge. I've seen them a couple times, and I would love to see them at ACL because they haven't been there in a little while. Um, but right. the yeah, that and then Kanye. I don't know if we've talked about Kanye. I'm a big Kanye West fan. And I'm really, I'm a huge Kanye West yeah, I'm, I'm, I am so ready for tomorrow for that. out. Well, technically it's out today, but we're, <laughs> well, okay. Let me, <laughs> the radio thing we're, we're recording on a Wednesday, but anyways, yeah. So his new album, I'm really excited for. So I think he's going to do a lot of publicity for that. So that's why I was like, all right, I can see Kanye at this festival, but, right. but I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I think it's way too good to be true. But if it is true, this this lineup is absolutely insane. Well, I mean, it's what it's, it's Lollapalooza's like what twenty twenty five anniversary. Yeah, yeah. So maybe maybe it is. Maybe they went all out. That, they're, they're just they're just they just going out, going in guns blazing, and say, "Here it is." Yeah. And drop the festival mic and say, "We're done." Yeah, you know? seriously. That's what we're gonna do. Yeah. So I mean, if you guys haven't seen this, it's Radiohead, Kanye, LCD Sound System, The Strokes. Disclosure, uh, Kendrick Lamar, Jane's Addiction, Major Lazer, Def Cab for Cutie. I mean, the list is huge, but uh, but obviously the people who are listening to this aren't uh, <laughs> wanting music talk. They're wanting hobby talk. So let's get away from Lollapalooza um, and let's talk about Jaspies because this is actually really awesome. Um, you don't the the thing that got me that. I really wanted to talk about was, you know, mm-hmm. you guys have a new store that just opened up in Redondo Beach, yeah. correct? Yes, absolutely. If, if, if people visit our website, jazbeeshobbyland.com, the address for our store and a, and a picture of the storefront actually is there. Yeah, um, in, in, in the fall, maybe like three, four months ago now, gosh, time flies, but 
um, yeah, we uh, we got a we're like a proper local card shop now. We're your local card shop. We're your LCS, dude. That's you awesome. Know, out here, in, out here in Southern California, and that's something that we always wanted to get to. But you know, I mean, you got to lease out a place. You got to do all this sort of stuff. It 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 takes a while. A lot to, of business. Yeah, to get a proper physical location, but. But, you know, we have one now. We have, like, you know, a, a large room for our sorting and shipping department. We have we have actual studios there. Like, we have, like, two studios kind of carved out. You know, there's, like, a big window in one of the walls that makes it look like uh, a radio studio, which <laughs> nice. is awesome. That's where we broadcast from, and that's where we do the show, and that's where we break all the cards and everything. And um, and people come in, and they're like, wow, this is, this is legit. We have we have showcases set up with all, all you know, people can get – Personal boxes, individual some individual cards we have for sale as well, and other collectibles, supplies, um, all sorts of things. And I think you know, it people are kind of surprised because you know the, the local card shop, it's a uh, it's an old relic of the past. Yep. And and to see to see a local card shop come in, I think this is what people say when you see a local card shop come into Redondo Beach, but but yet still blend in that sort of new school vibe the whole case breaking world vibe to it you know i think people are kind of surprised they're like oh wow that's kind of amazing so you can come in here watch the show but still do your normal local card shop thing and i'm like yeah it's 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 the best of both worlds yeah and and that's that's the biggest thing is that we're adding a new lcs to you know to people's neighborhoods things like that because like you said it's it's a thing of the past you you hear more often than not of shops closing after 20, Correct. you know, 10, 20 years. Right. And it's right. sad, you know, because that's that's where we all hung out as kids, you know? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And the space that we try to, the you know, the vibe that, that Nick and I try to bring at Jaspi's Hobbyland when we're on air, you know, uh, is the vibe that, listen, Nick and I are like, we're like the guys behind the counter. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's virtual. You're watching a video stream, but we want to bring a vibe where it's like we're just talking. We're yeah. just hanging out in someone's living room. It's like the way we used to listen to records when we were kids. You, <laughs> yeah. know? you buy a CD, you go to your buddy's house with a nice stereo, you listen to the CD, right? Yep, exactly. And, and it's the same way. You, same thing with your buddies. It's like you buy a box of cards, you buy a couple packs of cards, and you both open them together in your living room or at the kitchen. you know. And yeah. that's the kind of vibe that we try to bring when we're breaking um, on air. And I think people respond to that really well because you feel like you're part of a community and that's what we're trying to build in you know and uh and i think people see that vibe when they come into the physical store as well they're like wow you know it it feels just like that yeah and and that's what we're trying to achieve yeah no that's that's an awesome thing to hear and you know shout out to mr jasperson over there nick you know those guys are absolutely killing it they're they're one they're they're just awesome people you know what i mean and joe you're a great guy so it's always great to hear you know good people getting you know doing good things and you know seeing the results of of good hard work you know actually pay off um so shout out to you i think yeah and i i I think you know and a big shout out to our our fan base our audience all the people who shop with us you know out there because it, it wouldn't happen without them and then you know there are people there's something i say on air all the time is that I feel like the, the, the obituary for the hobby has been written a dozen times over the last 40 years. Yeah. You know, oh, the hobby is dying. Oh, well, this is happening. Oh, this is happening. You know, but it's not. I, every day I see, I, I, I see teenage kids come, into, uh, come onto breakers.tv slash Jaspi and are like, what's going on? Yeah. You know, what are the good value cards? Let me learn more, you know? And there is a ready and willing audience base there wanting to help out young kids get into the hobby. And, you know, I, I don't I don't think it's dying at all. I think it's it's just always changing and always yeah. evolving. And it's, we're just keeping up with it. It's always transforming into something different. And the, the right. latest the latest thing that has we can solidify that statement with is actually group breaks. You know, uh, that right. was kind of like, wow, all these traditionalist you know people in the hobby are like i don't understand it i hate it you know i can't believe right. this is happening yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know but it's just because they don't know you know they have no idea what's going on and that's fine you know you, you're not comfortable with something and the first thing to do is to say i don't like it or i'm not going to do it well that's shouldn't be the case because group breaking is actually awesome and it's a great way to get in certain products oh, yeah. that you 
can't really do because of that high price tag, things like that. Um, Indeed. And and yeah. so I think you know it's always changing. Um, and the the biggest thing is learning about these group breaks, learning how to do it, where to do it, you know, um, and, and things like that. And what you guys are doing at Jaspie's Hobbyland is you actually made a video to introduce yeah. people into group breaking, which is awesome, and it's and it's showing. Uh, how technology is nowadays, where you can just learn by a click of a button how to do something. Uh, but Absolutely. I, yeah, who who came I, up I, with I, that I, idea, and and what's well, uh, what's it like? We always we always kicked around the idea. We're just like we got to find a nice, efficient way to to let people know about because that's the biggest question when we were at the national in Chicago last year. Yeah. What? Hey, what's a group break? What's this? What's that? And and even when I've been on air with you on Beckett Radio. I've had a hard time. We've had we've kind of kind of fumbled around on on trying to describe what a group break is and explain all that sort of stuff. And so so Nick and I, my colleague Nick, we always thought about we well, we got to do a video, we got to do something, we got to do something like that. And then and then uh, we finally did it. Nick kind of worked on this on this video saying what you know what is a group break, which people can see if they go to YouTube.com/slash/JaspiesHobbyland. Okay. Um, and if they go there. They can see the video. What is a group break? And it, you can, they can see like a what a two two and a half minute video that kind of explains the whole process from start to finish. And um, I think that we found that that's like the easiest way to sort of uh, easily tell people, hey, this is what a group break is. Yeah. You know, and they can see visual examples of the kind of how the hobby has changed and what kind of cards are coming out these days Definitely. and all that sort of stuff. You know. It's so, it's awesome. Yeah, we're really excited about that video. Yeah, it's it's awesome to see things like that pop up. Uh, I'm I'm a big fan of videos because I like to be taught with seeing things, you know, not just someone telling me right. what to do, you know. Uh, so right. that that definitely helps. But um, so yeah, check that out and uh, you know get in on a group break, have some fun. You know, that's that's what that's what the hobby is all about is having fun. Um, yeah, it is fun. It's supposed to be fun. You know, if it's not fun, you know, if, if people get too caught up with, with, you know, with the other aspects of the hobby, then yeah, you're right. First and foremost, it's gotta be fun. That's yeah. what we're trying to bring. We always, we play music all the time. You know, I think the music conversation earlier is relevant. We, yeah. we play tons of music, um, when we're on air and everybody comments about it and everyone's like, Oh, we talk about different bands and we, we do that sort of stuff. It is, you know, the, the vibe that Jaspies tries to bring you know, we try to bring the vibe that, yeah, you're hanging out with your friends. You're Definitely. opening up cards and just talking about random stuff, whether it's sports or music or pop culture stuff. Yeah. That's what we do. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Um, so, Joe, since you're you're the one opening all these packs and boxes and cases, yeah. um, I want to get your take. What's What's kind of been the biggest product over the last couple months uh, that you've seen, you know, big hits come out of, uh, a lot of customers happy with the results, things like that? Um, well, obviously the, the higher end stuff is all, is, is always, um, is always going to please people. All the immaculates and the national treasures and the dynasties of the world, you know, are going to be, you know, something that, that kind of catches everybody's eye. Yeah. But I think in, but, um, you know, it's sort of a try to, you know, champion the every man, right. In terms of the every man product that people can kind of afford to get into and still have a lot of value and have fun with, I gotta say Top's Strata Baseball has been really impressive. Really, and I think one of the biggest reasons is that um, all of the, the the patches or the, the the jerseys that are in there, the pieces of memorabilia that are in there, are all um, stickered with the MLB hologram logo. Okay, and so you can go to the MLB.com site, look up that code, and see exactly where that jersey came from, what date it came from, what game it came from. You could do a little. You can do additional research on the box score. You can see how that particular player did. Yeah. And I think um, I don't know. To me, I thought that was really cool because you know there's all sorts of debate about you know oh, was this game used or was it just event worn or you, you go through all this sort of nitpicking debate that we tend to do about this sort of thing. You yeah. know. But with with Strata Baseball, there was like that sticker. There was that definitive. Hey, here it is. Here's where it came from. It's you know authenticated by MLB. Boom. You know, and we pulled, we pulled a cool patch where it was just a plain white patch, but it had some like pink Gatorade stain on it. And I think I even mentioned it in the video, it's like, oh, 
this is kind of funny. It must have been Gatorade that got spilled on here. Yeah. I wonder what happened. And we kind of moved on, and someone, uh, in the course of the break, someone had looked up the number, uh, the, the hologram code, sticker code, and they said that was Derek Norris's walk-off grand slam home run. Wow. And I was just like, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> and after the break was over, we looked it up. We all together, all of us, we all went to like baseballreference.com, yeah. pulled up the box score, pulled up the MLB.com authentication site, did all the research and cross-referenced it. We were like, oh, my God, this is the Gatorade that was poured on him. <laughs> That's crazy. That Grand Slam walk-off. Yeah. And it was like a patch out of 199. Wow. You know, so it was like it, in any other product, it would have been an unexceptional patch. Yeah. You know, but with that, with that added element, we thought everyone thought it was so cool because we we're like, wow, now there's an additional story to it. So and now the person who received the card was very happy with it. It's like, oh, well, now I've got another story to tell my friends. I might keep this card. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and with that, Joe, um, we're talking to Joe Lee here with Jaspie's Hobbyland on Beckett Radio um, with with that added bonus of having an authentication sticker to say, okay, this is actually, you know, when it was used uh, or when it was worn, this is what happened. Do you think that right. helps the value of that plain old jersey card? Well, I, I, I can't, well listen, I, I don't know if I could speak for the, the secondary market value, like an eBay or ComC value. Yeah. But I think what it does, which I think is almost even more important, um, and could inadvertently help the dollar value is it increases the intrinsic value. Yeah. You know, it increases the, 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 it just doesn't look like a throwaway patch or that's something that was just an afterthought, or there's just another 200 of them out there in the world. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it adds that sort of story. It adds that sort of sentimental value that you can attach to it. Yeah. It adds, it adds an extra element. And I think, I really think it's, <laughs> it's a game changer. And I hope, I hope not only tops, but everyone, starts to adopt something like that because I think it, it would be a real game changer for the hobby to see exactly where that came from and then be able to have stories behind it instead of it just being a card or a piece of a jersey that just came out of a pack. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think Topps hit a, a grand slam uh, with that, and hopefully Panini does it. Uh, with all their products, you know, and yeah. of course, Upper Deck, you know, and maybe I don't know if Leaf can try and, you know, get in the game on that, but that would be cool as well, you know. Yeah, I would love to. I mean, it's uh, like I said, I, 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 I can't stop gushing about it because it was such a it was such an easy concept. Yeah. We're like, why didn't any? Why didn't we think of this before? <laughs> or yeah. like, why didn't we, <laughs> we as the hobby demand this before that yeah. we demand more of this sort of stuff? And and for and for Tops to kind of drop that on us with with kind of little fanfare, exactly, you know, yeah. And they were just like, here it is, and here are your authentications. And we're like, oh, cool. And then we start looking it up, and now that's it's awesome to yeah. see all that. So uh, yeah. I think if the league work together with the manufacturers and kind of do all that, I think that'd be fantastic. Definitely. Well, before we let you go, Joe, uh, I do want to bring this up because I uh, I'm a big hockey fan. Um, not as, okay. not as big of a hockey fan as Eric is, you know, but I, I do enjoy my hockey and I hear that Jaspie's Hobbyland is rolling out or has already rolled out, uh, this oh, yeah, hockey only channel, which is crazy. Right. Yeah. We listen and the hockey fan base as we listen, I, I, I enjoy watching hockey, yeah. um, but I don't really follow the league and I don't really know the players and and everything uh -huh. and and our core audience tends to be baseball football basketball okay and when a hockey break kind of swings in on breakers.tv slash jaspy our main channel um what happens is is like you kind of lose some people sometimes they're like oh hockey i'll be back later yeah <laughs> you know and then there are the few core hardcore hockey guys that are like oh let's do more hockey and blah 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 and everyone's like eh, you know maybe kind of met the way through yeah and you know, and we see other channels that, that, that do just hockey, and we're just like, you know what? It's, I think it's worth it. We all made the decision that, hey, uh, doing the hockey channel is worth it. So we're on breakers.tv slash Jaspies Hockey Land. Awesome. So the main channel is just Jaspie, J-A-S-P-Y. Uh -huh. But then the, uh, the hockey-only channel is Jaspies, plural, Jaspies Hockey Land. Gotcha. So, so, yeah, but, I mean, like you said, I mean, you're a big hockey fan. People are passionate about hockey. There's a there's a small but passionate fan base with not too many products that are out there in hockey, but uh, but they, it holds a lot of value. You pull a Connor McDavid, you know, out of like Series One hockey or something like that from Upper Deck. Yeah. 
I mean, that's like at one point I was like over two hundred dollars. Oh yeah, you know, just just for one of those young guns cards, you know. And if and, and if you so, get that graded by Beckett Grading Services and it becomes a nine point five or ten, that just ups the value even more, Joe. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> you know, yeah. so like what you have there is like a small passionate fan base and, and small and passionate enough to warrant its own channel. I don't think very many other sports can do that because there's a lot of crossover between football, baseball, and basketball. Yeah. I can get a basketball fan to buy a football break and get, and have a baseball fan get interested in a basketball break. Harder to get those guys and gals interested in a hockey break. Yeah. But you have a hockey-only channel where people can just sit there and talk about hockey and get into hockey and just break hockey all day long, do group breaks of hockey all day long, they'll do it. And, and, we, and yeah, it's only been around, gosh, two or three weeks. We literally just started it. And um, it's eventually going to have its own kind of social media branding and all that sort of stuff, too. Awesome. Everyone can still buy all the hockey and everything else on the same webpage, jaspyshobbyland.com. But, um, but yeah, there's a different channel, and uh, we're very excited about it. And I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be uh, worth kind of kind of exploring and and getting that niche, uh, that hockey niche going. Yeah. So they, people can find hockey with us now. Definitely. Yeah. That that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to have to check that out and tell all my friends about that too. Um, but before I let you go, let's shout out some social media uh, for Jaspies as well as yourself, Joe. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, everyone can find us on JaspiesHobbyland.com. That's our main website. The address to our store. In Redondo Beach is there, so we're open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 6, if people want to stop by. If they're in the area or they're out of town, they want to visit, they're in town for business or whatever for L.A., everyone's encouraged to stop by and say hello. Uh, you know, Nick will be there, the host of the show, Nick, myself, uh, Lars, who does the Hockey Channel, will be there. Bossman Mike, Mike Jasperson will be there for people to say hello to. Um, so it's a, you know, we want people to visit jaspyshobbyland.com in our store in Redondo Beach. And uh, on Twitter and Instagram, they could just search Jaspie's Hobbyland, and they can find us there. Perfect. We're always doing updates. Awesome. That's what I like to hear, man. You yeah. Did? Well, Derek, thank you. Thank you very much for having me on. This was a lot of fun. Hey, I, I just uh, want. Yeah, I just want to say you're one of the 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 better guests of Beckett Radio. <laughs> And and now that now that you've been on numerous times, I feel like you're, like what we were talking about earlier. You're not just an interview guest; you're a part of the show. And I mean, you've done a lot of great things as far as shouting us out, you know, uh, on social media, things like that. So hey, from all of us here at Becker Radio, we appreciate what you guys do at Jaspie's Hobbyland and what you do as well, Joe. You're the man. Thanks, Terry. Hey, and and same to you. Listen, every every time we say hey. You know, one of us is on Beckett Radio. Everyone thinks it's so cool. You know, everyone goes to your guys' page to listen to the latest episode and the latest podcast. And I encourage everyone to subscribe to Beckett Radio as well. And I tell them, listen, because there's not too many, where are you going to get hobby news and where are you going to have people talk about this sort of stuff? Exactly. You really don't have too many outlets or avenues. There's not too many, like, websites dedicated to it. You know, there's not too many podcasts where people uh, who are fun and engaging know who know what they're talking about, be able to talk about it like we would with our friends so yeah. i think you know i think it's important that we you know help each other out and i really and, and it's fun i like talking to you so <laughs> i think that there's just that too you know yeah. so it just sounds like we're just hanging out and that's what i like definitely man well hey what uh what's y'all's plans for the uh national convention this year you're gonna do it big like like in chicago um well yeah i i hope so yeah we we will be there in atlantic city this summer and um it's atlantic city so it might be a little dangerous for some of us a little bit we have to, may have to keep away from the uh the casinos there <laughs> probably a little dangerous yeah that's that's what <laughs> but, i've heard uh, hobby <laughs> wise you know yeah no it should be a lot of fun we, we just want to introduce more people to group breaks and just kind of put ourselves out there it'll just be fun to just kind of meet people face to face we have so many fans uh, and so many people that, that support us and buy from us on the East Coast, yeah. you know, and so many people have said, hey, we're going to come by. We want to say hi and blah, blah, blah. So I think it's going to be even more overwhelming than it was for me in Chicago just because <laughs> I think there's so many people who are, you know, who are planning to go and see Jaspies and see all the other case breakers there yeah. at, um, at the National. It's going to be a lot of fun. Well, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, and I'll definitely stop by and, and see what you guys Absolutely. are up to, man. But uh, like always, Joe, it's always a pleasure to have you on, and, and we'll get you on soon, okay? Awesome. Thanks, Derek. I'll see you later. Um, I'm done. You're done? Yeah, I'm done. Mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, yeah, thanks to Joe Lee uh, for coming on Jaspies Hobbyland. Right. Did some great stuff. Um the thing that got me in the interview was that they have a store. 
right. which is crazy because you don't hear about new stores popping up as much as they used to. You know, you, you, you hear really more of stores that have been in business for 20 years closing shop, you know, just because of how it is nowadays. So it was really refreshing to hear we're opening a store. It is open. Check it out. You know, that's awesome. Um, so yeah, shout out to Joe Lee for that. All the guys at Jaspie's Hobbyland, Mike Jasperson, uh, good friend here at Beckett Media, and his kid doing great things. Um, that's it's a really awesome thing to see, and they're doing a totally cool thing with case breaks, group breaks, all that good stuff. Um, but other than that, man, shout out to everyone in here. Eric, you always do a great job, even though you're wearing some weird hat that I don't understand. Whoa, whoa, whoa. One, 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 and then six lettered out i don't is do it I, some religious need, thing it is okay see i knew it it yeah. is a religious what, thing. what is it it uh, is a reference to uh romans 116 for i am not ashamed of the gospel of christ there it is so drop it's preacher. also a record label it is yeah, lecrae andy minio okay uh tadishi, tadishi um kb shout out to andy minio doing Ooh, his thing that new album is hot new album's good kanye's new album cop that thing illegally illegally uh, had to. You're the uh, problem. You're the white problem in America. Hey man, you you put it exclusively on title. I'm not. I'm not joining that. I don't care who you are, Jay, Beyonce, Nicki Minaj. I don't, come on. Hey, don't talk bad about Beyonce. We, we I don't talk bad about Beyonce or Nicki Minaj because those are my girls. But that'll never happen. So uh, no, Kanye's new album's good. Kanye though is crazy. Just crazy. Yeah. He's crazy. Yeah. Dude is nuts. Yeah. Twitter rants left and right. Let's be honest. We all up. want Mark Zuckerberg to hit us up, right? Yeah, but for a billion dollars. <laughs> but, you know, dude is... Kanye is rich. Okay? Yeah. Kanye is rich, even though he said he's $53 million in debt. Well, maybe you shouldn't do fashion. Yeah. You know, that's, no one likes no one likes uh, tight cuff pants. <laughs> no one likes People those. do. People do, but uh, might not be worth, worth it. Uh, no. I ain't never wearing no tight cuff pants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but, yeah, that album was... Good. Chance the Rapper kills it. Frank Ocean's on it. If y'all didn't know, Frank Ocean did it, did his thing. Hopefully his album comes out Kendrick's soon. Kendrick's on it too, right? Kendrick's on it. Kendrick killed it on... Oh, Kendrick killed it on the Grammys. How are you going to put Kendrick on your song and let him be better than you? You know, that's a great question. Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, Kendrick's on top of the world right now, um, but Kanye just had to, you know, put him on his stage, you know? Okay. So right. hey, do do your thing, but yeah, Kendrick. That's playing with fire. Yeah, which Kendrick was playing with fire on the Grammys. That that performance, I was talking to Brian. Brian doesn't get Kendrick. Uh, Brian doesn't get a lot of things. He doesn't, and uh, it was interesting to try and talk to him about the uh, the validity of what Kendrick did during his performance. What it was about, you know, certain elements that. Uh, uh, pr- the production elements that he put into his performance where it was just like it it it, it, it was a historic performance for the grammys um but yeah it's we we could talk about music forever we could it shout is. out to taylor swift what up <laughs> cut redo <laughs> nah i can't stand taylor swift nobody likes taylor swift except for her 10 grammys yeah, yeah hey, like there them. you go um all right so hopefully we'll have a new show sometime soon (laughs) i don't know you know we do every other week now it hasn't been that as of late so we do apologize for that um but we'll try and get someone on good upcoming um so stay tuned for that but like i said i'm always Derek ficken i'm always eric norton and we have dondi in here hey what up (laughs) thanks for listening to becca radio guys we'll see y'all later have a good one cue the music